Yeah, all right. Let's get right yeah, into it. Yeah, what's good? Uh, lightening the Burden, August 28th. Showing others who suffer how we were given help is the very thing which makes life seem so worthwhile to us now. The dark past is the key to life and happiness for others. It's on uh, Big Book, page 124. Since I have been sober, I have been healed of my pains, deceiving my partner, deserting my best friends, and spoiling my mother's hopes for my life. In each case, someone in the program told me of a similar problem, and I was able to share what happened to me. When my story was told, both of us got up with lighter hearts. Mmm. Sweet. Mother Pearl. What you got? Would you read the first part one more time? I can do that. Give me a moment. Uh, The first part says, Showing others who suffer how we were given help is the very thing which makes life seem so worthwhile to us now. The dark past is the key to life and happiness for others. Hmm. good one why don't you share your thoughts so I'll piggyback alright um you know what it made me think of off the gate was uh you know pain shared is pain cut in half yep and when I'm able to open up and uh share my my truth mm. oftentimes it's met with another person um on the other side of the conversation that is able to relate to that um that behavior, that instance, that situation, and, um, you know, connection is, is what we all long for, you know, when, when someone's able to say, dude, I get it, me too, um, that makes me feel normal or makes me feel okay, which is uh, what I was really seeking when drinking to oblivion. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, it's amazing because that's been opened up. It's, it's come into my life through honesty, just simply by making the initiative and, and sharing what's truly going on inside me, even though some of these things are stuff I, I plan to take to the grave. The moment I was able to to open up and share with another person about who and what I am, um, that's when that's when the lights started to come on for me in, in my situation. Um, I don't think I'm unique in that experience. I think most people who who share honestly and openly, they, they learned that, uh, for me, at least I learned that a lot of my behavior was well within the bell curve of normal human doing and behavior. I wasn't special in the fact that I had fucked up thoughts and done, um, unspeakable things. I, I was merely, I learned that I, I am just a, a person amongst people and I have flaws just like you. I don't have no flaws. Goddamn flawless. Yeah, that was uh, the eye-opener for me when I... uh, Because for me, my experience was I I tried AA. Um, Well, that didn't work. That didn't work. Um, One, because I don't think I was truly ready. But I think it was a lot of like trying to find the differences in people rather than the similarities. Um the big one being the age gap between me and some older men and women. Um, but when I, I discovered, 
Oops. When I discovered that, dude, there's so many people in recovery that are teenagers in their 20s and their 30s. It literally affects everybody. And that was when I, like, um, really fell apart of finally. You know, I was just like, in, in those honesty conversations, um, man, you don't, you don't know how much you have holding you down until you like really let go of some, some inner demons and stories of like your life and your past and just things that you're holding on to that you're afraid to let other people know. And then when you share those things and the other guy says me too, it's like, one of the most freeing feelings, <clears throat> definitely for me. Um, yeah. Dude, I remember a uh, time we were sitting on your porch out at your house overlooking the lake. <laughs> and uh, you, shared with, you shared with me two things that were, that were weighing deep on your, your heart and your soul. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't remember either one of those I things. I don't remember either. Wow. And they were, you know, you were, I remember going into that conversation, you saying... Bro, I am honestly shaking right now. Like, he was so scared to to say it. And I was like, man, well, I think I may have shared with you a couple of my my inner demons. And um, it was just enough for you to to want to open up with me. And um, that was it. Like, we literally just had that conversation. And then I think we both closed the door on it. And that actually happened to me recently. Um, With with my my sponsor, I I talked with him. about some of those things that just eat away at my soul. And then we, we got back together maybe a month after the, that initial conversation. And I was like, you remember what I was telling you about the last time, like kind of working around it. Cause I didn't want to have to say it again. And he's like, no, like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, like the big thing that I'm, I don't, don't want to tell you. And he's like, huh, I'm not coming to mind. I'm like, dude, okay, this is the last time I'm going to say it, but here it is. And, um, it's just funny. Cause we make these big, we make these like problems to be so the boogeyman. Yeah, just huge in our own heads and our own worlds. When in reality, you know, outside of our own heads, it's all pretty normal stuff, man. Yeah, like oh, dude, you did something fucked up. We'll join the club. Yeah, we. I've said this before, but we when we did the let go, let God, which is. A nutshell, just everybody sitting in a circle sharing all their, all the things they don't want to share, pretty much. And looking back, I don't remember anything that anybody else said. Yep. But I, I got relief point. from from sharing my shit and just like letting it out. Pain shared is pain cut in half. And then, dude, your brother actually really taught me a lot in this aspect of him just like sharing on the spot just things going on in that that kid's head and it's just like and i don't bat an eye i'm just like yep that's that's honestly hilarious dude yeah and he, he's and he would say some outlandish things he's like just real quick dude i just gotta say beep <laughs> it's just like okay nice. in the moment yeah you laugh hard because it's like what and then you realize like okay well i guess i've thought that too just didn't say it out loud yeah, and the more people you have around you that are just, like, super vulnerable in that, um, the more comfortable you feel because you can just be your true self. Mm. And that was 
something I guess looking back is something I was kind of trying to mask as much as possible with drugs and alcohol is like you know when you strip it way down you know you take away the the good times and the the beer and the weed and everything else and the parties when you just laid in bed at night without any of those things it's just like I don't want to look at this I don't want to look at reality because in my head everything is super fucked up yeah and then if you know who I really am and what I've done you'll hate me as much as I hate myself all the good things in my life will be stripped away because I am not good enough to be this person I'm pretending to be right and like we can almost sit here talk about it and laugh about it but the second we step back into reality it just becomes a big problem again I'm gonna go cry in the closet when you leave (laughs) Eh, talk now brother cry later that's a fact so a little update i guess i'll share with thee um i just got back from an extended vacation to colorado i didn't really get out of the city much or as much as i had uh hoped to but nonetheless great trip um found a hostel uh in denver colorado voted the number one hostel in america which i'm sure all hostels claim to be the number one, but this one I could say take the took the cake, considering it was the only hostel I've ever been to in America. But uh, mm. great time, great people, good energy, hot hot tub. Um, it was kind of a golf trip, honestly. One of my friends is really into golf right now, and every day off that he had, we spent the afternoon at the links. So I wasn't complaining. It was a fine time. But what happened while we were uh, while I was at the the hostel one night was this girl was t- telling me about breath work and how important it is in her life and how important it is to breathe through your nose because our noses have a filter. And, uh, you know, she's, she's telling me all these things and I'm thinking, well, you know, I do yoga, lady. Um, I know a thing or two about breathing considering I do it without even thinking about it. Do it for 27 years. Not a big deal, but I'm kind of a, kind of a veteran. <laughs> So anyway, she she shares with me her these uh, breathwork ceremonies, and I said, "Oh, I'd love to do it sometime." And you know, if it works, let's let's try to do it. And so a couple nights later, she messaged me and said that she had some time, and if I wanted to do a breathwork ceremony, we can make it happen. So uh, she came over to the the now hotel, the upgrade I had uh, been staying at, and she came with her bongos and uh, banana leaves and. Incense, frankincense, and myrrh, all the wow. all the goodies. Um, whatever, I get sage, yeah, and in the weed, <laughs> and we sparked up. No, she did spark up sage in this hotel room. I was kind of nervous, but because uh, of the, the fire alarms and whatever. But so we're, she's explaining to me what's going to happen, and she's saying yes during this process. Your hands they're going to clench up into claws, <laughs> and it's going to be uncomfortable. And uh, you're these just claws to, just ain't for mating. <laughs> She's like, you know, you're gonna need to power through, and it's it's called breath work because it is work, and it does require you to work for it, and you're gonna want to give up and yada yada. I'm like, oh my gosh, can we just get to the fun part? Like, what is this? What's gonna happen? I'm anxious. You know, I'm anticipating this this uh, life changing experience, and um, so she lays out the yoga mat. She puts a blanket over the top, and I lay down and and she's kind of guiding me through how to breathe and she's telling me the technique to use 
and I, and I'm doing the thing and she was right. It was work and it, it did suck there for a bit because it just didn't stop and you just had to keep remembering how to breathe in this method properly. And, you know, eventually she tried to guide me to the next phase and I'm, I'm so hard headed. I'm thinking, well, no, I haven't finished this phase yet. I'm going to try to double my efforts and do better. And as I was trying that, eventually my hands turned into these claws and I could not unclaw my claws. They were seriously glued to my fingers. It was, I I couldn't believe it was happening to me. And then, um, I made it to the astral realm. I'm not sure (laughs) if you've ever been there, but I was out for an hour and a half and I slowly organically made my way back to consciousness as she guided me back into reality, into this, this world. And, uh, none of my stuff was missing. No. So, I had had, you know, an eye mask on and I slowly came back into consciousness and was like, what happened? You know, was I just tricked? But other than that, my entire body was tingling and just all I had was my breath, consciousness and this sensation of floating and tingling. And um, I knew that everything was okay. And I knew that anyone who saw me for who I am would understand. And, uh, you know, I came came to, I, I sat up in a in a meditative posture and I was crying. And uh, all I wanted was my mommy. I missed my mother. And it was so wholesome. We sat there for about an hour after and just, just talked about the experience. And um, w- the reason that she has gone to two different schools for the, the study of, of breath work is because she had a similar experience as I did the first time, which was, how do more people not know about this? How is this not a regular practice? And um, yeah, it was spiritual. And I'm going to definitely try to do it again. Because uh, it was it was really, um, it was empowering. And I felt healed afterwards. And, you know, from there I, I laid in my, in my $1,000 hotel room and I ordered chicken wings. And I just sat there and watched uh, Impractical Jokers. So... And meanwhile, I'm back home inhaling warp Whip. dust. There's <laughs> dust in all my holes. That's dope, though. It I, was. I gotta try it. I gotta do that. Everyone needs to. It, I couldn't believe I my breath my Should breathing we do it right now. And just let's black let's out. do it right now, man. No, I couldn't believe my my breathing got me to that state of of being. Now now I understand what what all the monks are out there doing. I get it. I'm with you. Well, we'll uh we're gonna find somewhere in KC where we can do this and then we'll we'll let you know. Yeah. Because I'm trying that. No, we tr- yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, I don't think it's safe to uh, she she advised that you don't try this alone. I think it's important to have a, a guide. A babysitter. A babysitter, a trip sitter. And um not to do it too frequently because I guess it does build up pressure in your ears and people have said to have um, lasting damage. But I'm good and uh, yeah, I, re- I highly recommend finding out whatever it is. There's actually an acronym for it. It's called uh, SBM and it's the Sacred Breathwork Method. I'm pretty sure if you mm. were to Google it, that would be what it's called. But she did a great job with the 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 sense and um, the music in the in the background. And 
the you know guiding me through it was it was a great experience and i would 10 out of 10 recommend it to anyone who's open-minded enough to lay down and uh trust that the person next to you is not going to steal everything that all of your belongings Mm. yeah that's my experience and uh yeah dude uh, oh, shout out to the 1311 York Street meeting in Denver, Colorado. If you've never made it out there, that is a that is a great place to call home. I would uh, strongly suggest checking that out. There's a very strong young person's um, standing in that area. They have their own meetings on the weekends with volleyball at, at a good old Cheeseman Park. And um, yeah, I feel like a real... Denver native after this extendo trip, but uh, yeah, just good, good stuff. Felt right. Broncos at home. country, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Drew, do you have anything you wanna you wanna say on record before we uh, shut her down? Dude, not really. I uh, I've just been living day by day, getting through. Get stressed out here and there, but you know they're all uh. The perspective I try to keep is, uh, you know, when days are stressful and you you come home and it's like, today was not that good of a day. Hmm. You kind of just realize, you know, um, I can learn from this, you know. Hmm. It's just a part of life. Like, what's a good day if there's no bad days? Damn. And I heard a lady in a meeting say this one time, kind of in this on this topic, is uh, she would say... Uh, welcome to today it's kind of like and now it's like this sure but welcome to today welcome you just popped your tire welcome to today what are you gonna do fill her up interesting and so yeah i'm just trying to push through i'm working these steps again um met with my sponsor this morning oh i met with my sponsor at uh, the local mcdonald's and I come in, I got my big book. Um, I always feel weird going into public places, honestly, with my big book for some reason. But I walk up to the counter and order me a coffee. And the guy, I set the I set the book down on the counter. And the guy goes, he kind of looks at it and he's like, is that, a, is that a friend of Bill's? And I was like, it sure is. And then he hands me my receipt and he's like, just one more day. And I just walked away. I was like, fuck yeah. Dang. When was this today? This morning. That's nice. Yeah, it's just like, when you make those like connections, like out in public, you're just like, yeah, you get it. You know. You're right. That's cool. There's there's a lot of them out there. There are, yeah. You ever just go to like a concert or something and just like, there's thousands of people. You're like, I wonder how many people are like. In, in it with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to speculate because... When everyone's just rolling balls. Yeah. I mean, I was at a wedding last night, and I can tell you I was probably the only one there. Yeah. I was at a shindig last night, and this dude asked me three separate times, you need a shot? <laughs> same dude. The same guy. <laughs> and I said, no. No, thank you. I'm good. No, thank you. I'm good. No, I, I do not drink. <laughs> So it, it could have been like four or five times if if you hadn't shut him up then. That's true. Well, it was at the end of the night. It was the third, and I was oh. just said, no, I, I don't drink. Thank you, though. Huh. 
but it's just like I was definitely the only sober guy there for sure. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I DJed for a fifty-year-old woman's birthday party. Okay, turn up. Can and you? yeah, I was just playing a lot of Miranda Lambert, um, Salt and Pepper. Yeah, I was. I could not wait to get out of there. And another day. Welcome, Welcome to, to today. today. <laughs> That's Welcome funny. To tonight. Yeah, I actually did have another uh, another thing on, on my on my mind, but I think we should save it for the next episode. It'll give us a reason to uh, probably to to do it. You know, I think uh, mm. I think we're gonna keep doing it. Might and just well. uh I keep on trying. Mm. Might as well. Twenty one pilots next weekend. Oh yeah. See you there. Yeah, if you're at if you go to Twenty One Pilots, I think September or September ninth. We'll see you there. We'll see ya. Dang, if that's you, no, it you, can't be next weekend if it's September ninth. Because it's only the twenty not this weekend. Oh. But the next, I believe. Still. Maybe it's the third. I don't know. You're the one that told me about it. I don't know. It's coming up. And if you're there and you don't see us, just know we're there in spirit. And, and we're we sober. We're all connected. We're sober. And we are getting down. Yeah. To the floor because we probably didn't pay for those tickets. <laughs> don't tell. Just kidding. We're first class citizens. That's right. That's old, that's old class shit. Follow the rules. Second class. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to a meeting. You gonna come? I don't know. You should come. I just saw a text that says uh, ice cream three times from the same person. <laughs> Shot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't no, eat ice I cream. I don't eat ice cream. <laughs> Thank you, though. I'm in recovery. Thank you and good night. I go to ICA. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yep, cheers. Sorry for the wait. Love you.